0: My name is tim daniel his name is ben Br- his name is ben
1: All right, hey man if you, you yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: and welcome to this week's edition of late night reds brought to you by the riverfront or as sydney puts it the best pod in the biz and i agree
1: i agree too thousand agree. percent
0: so before we get into the fantastic week of nick martini Uh, We're going to first make sure we let you guys know, as always, that this episode of The Riverfront is brought to you by our good friends at SeatGeek. Use the code Riverfront for $20 off your first SeatGeek order. And if you haven't used it and you're like, man, I need tickets to go hang out with the guys on September 9th at the stretch and then go to the show afterwards, say at 4 p.m., that's the perfect opportunity. Ben, that's what we call capitalism.
1: Hey, At its finest.
0: At its finest.
1: Yes, it Uh, is.
0: If you're not already, come hang out with us and join the Patreon, patreon.com slash your front Cincy, where we got a lot of lots of new channels going, including uh, some video game chats. Now some wrestling uh, today was a big wrestling day. Obviously, uh, We took a lot of movies, the Bengals, the Reds, of course, and a whole lot more. Um, so, Benny. Yes, sir. Big one for your boys this weekend there at the Cooper High School. Big one for yeah. my Notre Dame Fighting Irish this weekend.
1: Man, Notre uh, Dame looked good. Uh, now, granted, like I said, you know, Navy is Navy, but man. Notre Dame has struggled against Navy before. There was no yes, struggle. They have. There was no struggle this Saturday. Like they, they looked they looked good. They looked they really did. good.
0: They did. They did. I notice every time Chad and I talk, uh Chad's a Virginia alum. He never brings up the Will Fuller touchdown to walk off mm. touchdown against Virginia. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he holds it That's against me.
1: Touchy subject, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they freaking beat Notre Dame in basketball every year, so we'll just roll with it. So
1: yeah.
0: Um, Let's go ahead and uh before we get into a little bit of the conversation, I do want to talk about the diving back series, obviously, and we will. Um, I had to ask you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is? Oh, thanks, Cindy. Cindy, giving love to my lookouts hat. This is actually from my my cousin and his wife live in Chattanooga, and he's like, "Hey, I got you a lookouts hat finally," and I was like, "Oh, that was super nice of you," and it was on my doorstep within a couple days. So, shout that's out the good. family, cousin Ryan. Thank you. You're the man, cousin Ryan, with the hookup. Yeah, he'll never yeah, that's... Do this, but. <laughs> uh,
1: maybe send him a link, see if he'll pop on, you know?
0: Yeah, maybe. Um I was just gonna go ahead and say uh Joey Godiza comes in and say hey before he goes off the jam. Shout out North of the Border, Joey Goditza. Um what up? so what was your favorite Ellie de la Cruz moment this week? Was it the laser today to get Corbin Carroll at the home mm-hmm. on the relay, or was it poking Shohei Otani to make sure he was real?
1: <laughs> both were dope. Um, it, it, Like, both were dope, but dude, that that throw, oh my god, well, that throw was unreal. I mean, he uncorked that thing, and I was like, I'll, I'll, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, it's going to tail, it's going to tail. I mean, it went right in, in Stevenson's glove. I mean, goodness, and it was a bullet. It was an absolute seed he threw. I mean, and that's I don't know how many people have actually played the game of baseball, but to understand how how that works, like as as a second baseman, like you watch a guy go out to center field and you're drifting out to play uh, and you're really trying to play how far you're going to be on the cutoff. So when he drifts, you're like, oh, man, like like there's no way there, he's going to get there to be able to because, you know, uh, Friedel misplayed the ball off the wall. So I'm like, yeah. Man, I was like, "There's no way he's gonna be able to read that." I mean, he went out there and caught that. I mean, he turned and actually, if you watch him, like he kind of sets himself. Like it wasn't a blind throw. Like he kind of sets himself. And was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm I'm about to uncork this thing." And I mean, he put an absolute laser on Stevenson. I I want to know what Stevenson was thinking because when you're watching that ball come in, you're like, right. "Ooh, that's, you're like, ooh, you're like, ooh, that's gonna be close." You're like, ooh, that guy didn't have a shot at score. Like, <laughs> like that was a laser. But yeah, yeah. like it, that 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 throw was unreal.
0: Not to unreal. mention, so um, the the beginning of that relay, uh, like you said, Friedel misreads the ball, but the way he recovers and gets the ball in, awesome, awesome, yes. absolutely, absolutely awesome. Like, Tom Amansky would be so proud. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, Stevenson, the uh, like Stevenson having the wherewithal to catch and make the tag yeah. is also crazy, but. You know, that was just, like, unbelievable, man. And also, it's Corbin Carroll, who, you know, most likely National League Rookie of the Year. Not exactly slow by any stretch of the matter. So, that is, like...
1: Can definitely fly.
0: Right. You gotta have that shot. Like, that was awesome. And then, uh, Noel Marte makes that play at third base today to draw that, to turn that double play. Yeah. I'm becoming a big fan of his more and more by the day as well.
1: Yeah. uh, He's, um... Like... it's it's so weird to watch because it's like, like you're, it's like you're watching like just this. I mean, it's, it's this group of infielders is going to be so special. Yeah. I mean, and and I, I mean, everybody, I know, um, uh, McClain made an error last night. I I get that. Like, and listen, those things are going to happen. If you've ever, you know, if you, you know, the game of baseball, nobody's perfect, whatever, but to watch this group, I mean to see what they're doing as guys all called up this year, and, and to see that picture kind of being painted, like yeah, and to see what they're doing, like yeah, it, it's it, it's cool to watch him make plays, Ellie make plays, McClain make plays. Like you know, if you play your cards right, like next ten years, like you're gonna have one of the best defensive infields in, in baseball.
0: So I want to read these two tweets from uh, Sarah Langs. Uh, You can follow Slangs on on Sports. She's incredible. One of the best followers in the world. Um, So she had these two StatCast numbers today. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. seen these. So I I hope you haven't for the sake of so I can see your reaction, honestly. I I have not. Okay. So first one is most 95-plus miles per hour assists as an infielder single season under StatCast 2015. 2020-2021, 2020-2021, Fernando Tatis Jr., two. Each season. Mm. Mm. 2022, O'Neill Cruz of my least favorite team, the Pittsburgh Pirates, last year had three. Mm. 2023,
1: LED De La Cruz, eight. Hold on. Was <laughs> it over 90 miles an hour? 95. 95? Eight. Are you kidding? Yeah that's insane
0: oh that's insane it gets better it gets better here's the here's the next tweet fastest tracked assists by infielders under stack cast which started in 2015 july 20th la de la cruz 99.8 today la de la cruz 99.7 july 16th la de la cruz (sighs) 97.9 July fourteenth, twenty twenty two. O'Neill Cruz, ninety seven point eight. August fifteenth, twenty twenty three. L.A. De La Cruz, ninety seven and a half. And then September twentieth, twenty twenty. Um, Fernando Tatis, ninety seven point three. So one, Bro, that two, is three, insane. four, five. Of the six fastest of all time, Ellie has four of them.
1: That's insane, dude. That's insane. Wow. Oh wow, by the way they that... lost
0: today but
1: <laughs> yeah 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 that's that's neither here nor there those that's incredible
0: yeah that so is like, incredible yeah sydney hit it right on the dock. she said 99.8 uh so that was awesome
1: and then holy cow
0: yeah so um i feel like every week we should just have a segment of like uh ellie does amazing things and every week mm-hmm. it's just like we just like start the show with that before we get into the the recap of the weekend series yeah um, so I think I think that's going to be a new thing, uh, man, but let's let's talk about the series because obviously it sucked. Um, mm-hmm. So let's start Thursday. Uh, man, Brandon Williamson again, man, mm-hmm. again, has another awesome outing six innings, no runs. Um, Alex Young comes in gives it the go ahead. Remember, home run to Corbin Carroll, who we just the aforementioned Corbin Carroll, who uh, mm-hmm. is really good started as yes, a national is, League all star as a rookie. Uh, yeah, let's just go tough. ahead and put that out there. Um, Friday, Hunter Green struggles. We'll get into that here in a little bit, but mm-hmm. uh, team fights back. Willie Beeman hits a ninth inning grand slam to cut it within two. I know you were coaching a football game that night, so you didn't get to watch it live, but um, that's okay. Um, Saturday, you know they have the huge comeback one, they're down four nothing. They fight all the way back. They end up taking a seven to four lead mm-hmm. in in the top of the tenth. Arizona battles back. And then they win it on the walk on a balk off. On oh, a balk. Really, yeah, it wasn't a balk off because they were the top of the inning. But you catch what I mean? Uh, yeah. So TJ Hopkins uh, gets the RBI and strikeout in the same at bat, uh,
1: <laughs>
0: which is just such a silly baseball thing. Uh, also a silly baseball thing. Alexis Diaz gave up three runs and got the win in that game. Yeah. Goofy. Uh, Hey, man, you blew the save by giving up three runs, but here's a hey, W but, you can take you arbitration. Win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, stupidest stat of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today, uh, Graham Ashcraft is awesome again. I mean, tremendous again. Seven really good innings. Uh, mm-hmm. The Reds have a 2-1 lead at one point. Uh, Goriel takes some deep. Well, six and two-thirds, but you know what I mean. And Fair. then um, Ian Jabo was Ian Jabut today. Yeah. Um, walked everybody. Lucas Sims comes in and does no favors as well. Uh, They end Mm -hmm. up losing 5-2, but, you know, we did mention, obviously, the really good defensive play. So, you know, we're going to break this down a little uh, here in a bit. Uh, We'll talk about, you know, everyone there. um, Everyone we're going to get into everyone that's within the postseason race that the Reds are competing against who all they're playing. The Cubs have 15 straight games, kind of against teams that got 500, but
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, the division's looking less and less likely. Uh Milwaukee mm-hmm. is just on a tear. Um I'm also with the viewer mail that was asked Thursday during the Riverfront pod of why are the Brewers good? Can't figure it out. They I, pitch really I, well. They have no yeah. bats. Yeah. I mean Christian Yelich is good, but like
1: and even he's not I mean he's not Christian he's not MVP Christian Yelich though. Like I mean even he's kind of all right.
0: July he was great, but yeah, it's yeah. like Right.
1: So, uh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. um, I would not think that Jesse Winker was going to be, like, the fifth outfielder on that team when they traded for him. But this series sucks because this is a team you're within wild card competition for. Um, Especially the new wild card rules, you obviously don't get a home game. It's a best of three Mm -hmm. somewhere. Um, So that makes it a little harder because if you do sneak in, you're looking more and more likely like you're playing, like, the Dodgers. Yeah. And this is no slight to the Dimebacks. They're a very good team, obviously. I know they sh- they were struggling coming into July when they played the Reds, but this is one of those, um, which I know we, we've talked about, we talked about a little bit before we started recording. It's one of those series where it's like, yes, they have outperformed expectations, but this was a weekend that they had some opportunities to yeah. really, really, really pick up some games.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where... That's the that's the gift and the curse of this team, right? Like, I, I think that we were were so excited about the young talent. And we're so excited about what they can do and their potential. Yeah. Um, we really thought that they would perform knowing what was at stake. And, you know, it, it, it that's the sucky part about it is that, you know, you go into this series having a chance to stay close in the central Uh, Knowing that the Cubs are playing well, knowing that the Brewers are playing well, knowing that you're fighting with the Diamondbacks for a wild card and you and you lose three or four. So it's like, you know, although I'm you know, although I'm pleased with the way this season's gone, Mm -hmm. it's it's a little bit disappointing because it's like man, like, you you just want more. You just want more. You want their success. Yeah. Um, it's almost like the Bengals. Like, you know, you could see the writing on the wall when you got Chase and Burrow, and, you know, they struggled coming out of the gate early, but you knew it was coming. And I guess we're trying to – I guess I'm waiting on, okay, when does that – when does that – when do we turn that corner with this young group? And it may not be this year. It may be next year, but it's like, gosh, like, I guess it's wishful thinking. I guess, like, man, we really needed to take three or four this year, or at least split this series, take three or four, um, and going into uh, this next series. But um, yeah, it, I guess it's kind of the both. It's kind of the good and the bad, like you said. Like we're we are definitely leaps and bounds ahead of where we thought we were going to be. But it's like, man, like now that we got here, now we want it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we yeah, we really want it all. So yeah, but, I yeah.
0: mean. Even, like, we're talking about this, like, series right now, right? Where we're like, man, they mm-hmm. lost three or four. Uh, right now, they have a wedding West Coast road trip. Like, how mm-hmm. many years do we, like, remember the Reds going on those West Coast road trips where it's like, uh, they, it broke the back of the season. And, like, yeah. right now, they're four and three yeah. on this trip going to San Francisco. And, like, yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, it sucks so Tani had to get hurt in one of those games for you to get to that point. But, yeah, um, you know, you still right now are four and three going into san francisco in this road trip but yeah it's uh, absolutely right and you know san francisco is another team and tomorrow you mm-hmm. have a guy making his second big league start and you have andrew abbott on the mound the giants are the third worst team ops wise against left-handed pitching this year so you have to take advantage of that mm-hmm. um you have to have to come out there and get two of these three at least um yeah. a sweeps ideal two or three is great uh one of three is very disappointing but um yeah, man. And like to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, it's really, really this dynamic where um and I, I'm guilty of it, you know, right? Like I'm guilty of I was higher on this team than most. Did mm-hmm. I, I didn't think they'd be super I, I didn't think they'd be could be for a wildcard spot in August. But right. as like this young talent, we're gonna start to see it come together. Mm-hmm. Um and I think what really frustrated me about this weekend wasn't necessarily that they lost, like shit, you know you right. are fighting for the same exact thing. Yep. It's that they yep. had opportunities
1: to win. Yes. Yeah.
0: And yeah. look, one of those games, Ellie De La Cruz gets rung up on the one of the worst strike threes in a game mm-hmm. I've seen ever. Yeah. And yeah. his strike zone sometimes is so irritating. Like it just drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of makes it interesting. Um, Nick Senzel got called up and hit a home run the other night.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's
0: had three at best since he got called up.
1: Yeah three yep yep and we we and and to piggyback on what you're saying like and we've talked about this like and, and i know this will be something that we discussed because this guy got an extension but some of the things that david belt does is really frustrating like, like we were watching that game the one that they came back and won in the 11th like we got no outs with luke bailey up who swings the bat particularly well and we had just got gotten- lately yeah yeah, and we had just gotten four hits in a row, and he sends him up there to squeeze one. Like,
0: I well, think Maley may have done that by himself, but still, I, I but I'm with still you. Yeah. yeah.
1: But like, it's just stuff like that, man. Like, and, and that's I guess that's the that's a little bit of the frustration too. Like, like I I don't know. It's just weird. Just weird. Well. well- it's not even, you
0: know, like, it's also the fact that Stevenson was raking in that game.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, why
0: is he not still in the game at this point? Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Casale is back on the big league roster. Mm-hmm. But what, you know, why? This why? is not an anti-Kirk thing by any show no. of the matter. No, not at all. Not it's at all. just the whole, you know, like, and the Guardians do the same thing. We talked about that with Quincy a couple weeks ago, where mm-hmm. it's like, why are these teams, you know, whatever. We're not going to, it's August. We're still bitching. It's about all it,
1: right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, Sydney asks, Who do you think gets called up when the roster's expanded? So, Carrick brings up freely or Indy if they're healthy. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not healthy, you know who I think is called up then?
1: Who's that? Just let your just let it shine through, just let your <laughs> <all so> <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna let it play.
0: I mean, I'm gonna go. it off just love, just
1: so glow. So glow.
0: until we get to <laughs> a thousand subscribers. We're gonna enjoy that. But, yes. dude, <laughs> have you looked at his AAA numbers lately?
1: Uh, I have not. Raking. But, I, but I, I I'm gonna say I sitting in well
0: Yeah, like, Carrick says he should have been up already. I agree. I agree. play center field he's shown that it's like i mean he doesn't have you know whatever he has the ability to be in center field Mm -hmm. like you can put his body out there um (laughs) but the way he's hitting i think he makes a ton of sense right now like i'm gonna say it i know there's some people out there who are very big for this guy i don't understand it but like when kevin newman's back i want barrera over him and yeah. I know the Brero has shown this weird four a, like I can hit triple a and I struggle to hit in the major in the majors, but mm-hmm. he's made some really good adjustments. If you watch the at-bats, the at-bats are much better. Um, I, I want, I want, I want Brero, Brero on the big league roster again. I want to know yeah. in a playoff run, what is he made of?
1: Yeah. No, I, I think that that's fair. Um, I, it kind of goes with the theme of the season, right? Like let's, let's let's see what the kids can do, right? Like let let's let's give this guy a chance. Let's play him in center field or, or wherever you want to play him, and let's run with it. We've seen what Newman's done. Like all right, we we know what Newman can do. Yeah. All right, let's get let's get Barre up here and let's see. Let's get him some at bats and see what he can do if he can help this team make a charge towards playoffs.
0: Yeah. I, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Um, and then I agree with Carrick. I think it's going to be a reliever coming up as well. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Connor Phillips has struggled in Louisville. Um, I'm not worried about him by any stretch of the matter. So I think when he, you know, I think, he, you know, the spring, another spring training for him, he's going to be a big league camp for a little bit next year. Mm-hmm. I have full faith uh, that Connor Phillips is going to get it back going. Uh So City brings up, this is Burrow's stat line right now, 277-336-573 with 13 mm. bombs in Louisville. Um, that looks pretty, pretty, pretty good. And that's kind of a weird ballpark. Like it's definitely like a hitter friendly ballpark, but it's one of those things where like when the wind's there, the ball doesn't travel. Yeah. So got to give them kudos for that because like, you know, I know Ellie was hitting like 950 foot bombs there over scoreboards,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I need to get down there for a game again, man. I love it down there. Yeah. Um, my guy, I think my guy Jake Hurtabies is back with Louisville. Okay. Former U.S. Army Jacob Hurtabies would be awesome. Um, yeah. So Ben Lively yesterday, by the way, we didn't mention this. Uh, yeah. Really nice. Really, yeah. really nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He did an excellent job, man. I mean, to, to come straight off of the, the IL, to come in and have to play that long relief game, like that was. Yeah. That was very encouraging to see. I mean, that that was very encouraging.
0: Yeah, Sydney and Carrick did confirm. My guy Jacob heard a piece. I was at his AAA debut. Like that was the first game I worked, so I liked it. Um, yeah, but yeah, Lively was awesome, man. I, I mean, they don't win that game if he doesn't go out there and kind of hold the fort down.
1: So, no, not at all.
0: Yeah, I I really really like it. I love Ben Lively, man. His story's cool. Uh, you know, I think minus that Cubs game, would have given up like thirteen runs. Yeah, I think he's been pretty damn good for who he is. Yeah, um, Maybe, you know, we, we talk all the time about like, well, if all these starters end up being who they are, who's the long relief guy. I don't think that's a bad route for Ben Lively.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. He's, well, because he's got, he's got starter potential. That's what you want a long reliever. Like he's got starter potential and, and he can give you, he can give you three really good innings. Because yeah. he I mean he, he can give you that. So I, I think he's one of those guys that you could look at being along earlier. Yeah, I
0: agree. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to um oh yeah, Blake Dunn got a little 2050, got a little Julio Rodriguez going on right now. Ooh. Have you seen this Julio Rodriguez tear?
1: Yes, dude. Oh my god. Dude, he's he's incredible. He'll be in I, town.
0: I, Labor Day week yeah week I'll be at uh, the week of the, the week of the live game. I'm going to the Monday game. Um, okay. Yeah, Julio is probably my favorite non-red right now besides Ronald Acuña. Yeah. He's like my American League dude. Um
1: <laughs>
0: So, uh I'm I'm very very excited to have them go down. They're in first place by the way.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Can you believe that?
1: No, it's that's insane. That's
0: insane. Yeah. Sydney so says Justin Dunn for Julio Rodriguez, please. I agree.
1: I Let, let's make that happen
0: <laughs> yeah ben and i actually do have a friend that works for the mariners so we might be able to just be like hey can we just can you guys just leave leo in cincinnati we'll do one of the september trade things that are kind of weird mm-hmm. that don't make any sense
1: I, yeah let's let's do that
0: you remember when the reds traded chris dickerson for jim edmonds
1: <laughs> yeah. we were like
0: we went to that game you and i went to that game yes together. we did <laughs> and we're like i was i was like did you see they got jim edmonds and you're like yeah i
1: was like yeah yeah
0: it was awful funky yeah
1: super funky
0: i need to look to see (laughs) if um i need to see if luis castillo is gonna pitch any of those games i need to see if he's on the rotation i guess we'll know that Mm. probably later this week
1: yeah it'll, it'll come out
0: bro i might cry if seeing Luis Castillo walk on a GABP mound again.
1: I'll, I'll say this. He's of, of recent year, man. He's one of my, he's one of those dudes where I'm Same. like, I, I, en- I enjoyed his stint. I wish he'd come back. Like, like he's just one of those dudes. Like he's just so he's just legit. He's kind of, he's kind of holds like Johnny Cueto vibes to me. Like I wouldn't want Cueto now. Cause I mean, of course he's well beyond his, his prime, but, but like when Johnny Cueto left, like that hurt me because yeah. I thought he was just he was so good and so solid for so long. And I get I get Louis, Louis Castillo is the same way with me. Like, I just think that he's just a solid, a solid pitcher, solid starter, gave the Reds everything he could. And, and uh, he's always going to hold a special spot for me.
0: He was the one guy in all the trades last year I was actually bummed about. Like, I didn't care. If they traded mm-hmm. Gino and Winker. I didn't care mm-hmm. if they traded Sonny Gray. Yeah. No, I, w- I would absolutely love our Sonny Gray reunion this offseason. Um, if it's in the cards, I don't yeah. know. But um, Louis, Luis Castillo was the one I was like, damn. Yeah. That
1: one hurt. I hated hate losing him.
0: Yeah. I, w- I got it. I mean, obviously, like, you know, Delvin Marte is pretty damn good, as we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. So, you know, you take it with what it is. But, um, yeah, man, I would love to have him. But let's talk about the newest revelation in the Cincinnati Reds offense. Nick Martini
1: shaking, not stirred. Shaking, not stirred.
0: <laughs> I saw uh Joe Farthing from the Riverfront Bengal show made that joke on Twitter, and Sydney gave him the boo.
1: <laughs>
0: Sydney's in Would the you, chat, so I had to make hold sure.
1: What do you say in the text? You're like, he's probably heard that joke 10,000 times. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, all right. I,
0: I like to put these numbers up because they're they're hilarious to me because they are such a small sample size. Um, yeah. but Nick Martini 1244 OPS, two homers, <laughs> six RBI, he's drawn three walks. Yeah. Bro, he yeah. wears 23. I mean, you know. Yeah. So um, who do you think when we look at this 2023 since I Red Steam in like five years that mm-hmm. we'll remember more? Nick Martini or Jason Vosler?
1: Ooh. Uh, well, it'll it'll be Martini <laughs> <laughs> because of the name. Right, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. in, just the name, just the name. Yeah, yeah it'll be Martini.
0: <laughs> yeah, I and mean, Carrick puts posted here. He was really good for the bats this year.
1: Uh, he was yeah. really really good. But
0: I thought he deserves a shot, obviously. Um, and I thought it you know, but like. He's been a really nice pickup for the offense. Uh mm-hmm. just kind of a left-handed batter. He's said at least DH'd a couple of games now. Um the team has really missed that pop from left-handed yeah. bat with Fraley out. So and Nalvato's out. And uh, out too, yeah. So um that's you know, he's been solid for them. I don't know if mm-hmm. it'll keep up, but he did swing the bat really well. Um and so yeah, I think Dick Bartini, Jason Vossler, Matt Reynolds kind of what's that like uh the office the office scene where uh pam's like corporate wants you to find the differences in this picture
1: (laughs) i'm joking because
0: at one point jason foster was leading the big league team in home runs when he got dfa'd Mm -hmm. um that was a weird weird time um matt reynolds actually sydney brought up matt reynolds he's actually been fairly decent in triple a level this year as well um I need to look at their standings. I think they're in, I don't know if they're still in contention for the playoffs down there, but um, yeah. Henry Ramos got DFA'd mm. because. Mm. Yeah, dude. So, okay. This kind of talks about like the Nixon's Zell thing, right? So okay, how you kind of know, like it's over and look, You know, again, he's only had three at bats, but he's looked good in those three at bats so far since he came up, Mm -hmm. Um, since he came back up. But Henry Ramos could see a fade. And they bring in TJ Hopkins. They bring up Nick Martini. They don't bring up Nick Senzel until Votto goes on the IL. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so, yeah, the breakup's coming. But also, I saw Bryce Balding say this, and I completely agree. Like, Love him or hate him, the Reds need him to play really well down the
1: stretch. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where they're at. Like the, like I, I, you know, we've all talked about this. This is going to be probably his last year in a Reds uniform. But um, in, in turn, too, I think they need that pop in the lineup. I mean, with what he can do. So, yeah, um, you know, the breakup's coming. But uh, I also think he should have more than three at bats in a weekend. I mean he's he's a little bit better baseball player than that. So yeah.
0: I mean today he kind of I know he gets, he pops out, but he sparks a rally today to kind of get those two runs where mm-hmm. he gets the ball deep in the outfield and uh Steer advances to second base on a pop fly.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: that's really huge. Um so that was big. Pat McGooch says the breakup is coming, but at least they're both getting some action. <laughs>
1: Correct, <laughs> I really like that. That's really funny. Um,
0: that's like what was that tweet going around mm. earlier this year? That was like a clip of a Blue Jays game where um, the commentator like said the words too fast. Like, what, Caven Biggio? He was trying to say he was having some success, but he goes, su- <laughs> but he's been having some sex, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, Way to go, Caven! Hey, good job, Caven. <laughs> you
0: have <gotta> to be proud. <laughs> Your dad would be proud. Um, mm. we, we mentioned it for a second there. You know, Joey Vada goes back to the IL this week. Um, I know that was the controversial button last week in our conversation. Probably yeah. does not help our point of why he should stay with the big league roster, but neither here nor there. Um, obviously, this sucks, right? You know, yeah, because he's, he's at, he wasn't, he was above average. He's a slightly above average hitter at this point in his career, which by the yeah. way, at 39, your 17th year, not terrible. No, I mean we'll live with it. No, you look, you look at what Detroit's going through with Miggy right now, and with the Red Sox with Votto, they're gonna take mm-hmm. that every day of the week. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Nate said this week he, he's better than where Pujols was last year, obviously. And I'm not here to have the swan song conversation, just more or less because I'm not ready for it. Yeah. If it happens in December, then like we'll we'll do a whole like tribute show and like play like sad music and. Um, cry a little, but, um, you know, the end's coming and we know the end's coming and Mm -hmm. we talked about this last week. Like I said, like, you know, if he can play, I'd love to have him for the sake of the veteran leadership. Um, and the fact he does have some pop, but you know, he's going to be 40 next weekend, not the weekend, the weekend after. Um, so it's, uh, Man. I mean,
1: is it? Here's here's my question to you, Tim. Um, and I, like I said, I, I want to see him back next year. I really do. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, but is, is it to a point now where you look at with 30 games left, like you just look at possibly shutting him down?
0: Um, if they weren't in contention, I would say no. I would say yes. Okay. But. If there's something I mean, where, yeah. like, because, you know, Nick Cross comments were hopefully it's just a 10-day thing. He just, like, has some soreness. Uh Because, you know, it was during the Anaheim game. They pull him, and TJ Hopkins pinches for him. And I'm like, what the hell? What? And it turns what? out it was more than just a strategy plan. So it's like, okay, yeah. I get it now. Um, You know, I do think this team's going to need someone to kind of be, like, and there's guys next year, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to have the conversation yet about potential veteran, like veterans they can bring in. I want to save that mm-hmm. for the off season because I have been doing my research for like, what are we going to talk about for six months? Uh, <laughs> but uh, always, always be prepared folks. Yeah. Always be yeah. prepared. That's rule yeah. number one in podcasting.
1: Do, do your homework. You know? Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, I will say a sneak peek. I really like the idea of Randall Gritchuk playing for the Reds next year. If he doesn't sign back with the angels, but we'll save that for the rest of the off season. But yeah, I think that, you know, the factor in the punch um, and there's obviously fantasizing about like Joey Votto coming up in the seventh inning and it's a two to two game. There's a the runners on second and third. And he has some big pl- hit. Of course. Like I want that for him because he mm-hmm. deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yeah, I mean, it sucks. And I do think Strand's a better defensive first baseman at this point, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I just want to see, like, you know, the good thing about this team, though, Ben, and I think it's kind of, we talked about, like, well, they need someone they can go to, the veteran guy, like, Mm -hmm. and I know that he's not Joey Votto as far as at the plate, but Luke maley has been in playoff series. I mean, he went to the playoffs last year with the Guardians. Yeah. He's a guy who's been around. Um, mm-hmm. He's played for a lot of competitive teams. He had good teams in Tampa. So, yep. like, he knows, like, what it's like here. But, like, you know, he doesn't bring the same thing that a healthy no. Joey Votto does. And right. that's the conversation. So, um, you know, we'll see how this plays out. Like I said, hopefully come next week when we're live at the stretch. We're having a couple beers, getting ready to go watch Joey Votto play. Yep. Yeah. Um, i got like so many tickets for games down the stretch just in case it is his last few last month. <laughs> I
1: bet you do. I was wow. going to say, i, I I'll have to get on seat geek. If we figure this out, like if we get a feeling that maybe this might be it. Yeah. I, I will definitely be using our code $20 <laughs> off, getting some tickets because uh, I will definitely want to see some of these last home games. If, if it is the swan song of Joseph Daniel Votto.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Kind of keep the bummer stuff going, and then we'll get we'll get to some fun stuff. Um, Hunter Green, mm-hmm. this game was weird again. So I'm I know I'm kind of telling you how it went because you were. Uh, by the way, when I say Ben's team, Ben was coaching a football game. Uh, his team won forty two to two. So yeah. I think yeah. you probably could take the headset off by the second quarter and just kind of. Uh, play out.
1: yeah, w- yeah. We we shut it down after halftime. So yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting some updates. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, Looked really, really good. First three innings. Like, yeah, really, really good. And then just kind of fell apart from there. Um, I know it's really hard to say I'm encouraged by a three and two thirds outing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I was pretty encouraged by a three and two thirds outing by the fact that, yeah, it unraveled quick. But he looked like whole hunter green for a little bit. And I believe that's coming. I believe we're going to see that by the end of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got another chance Wednesday against San Francisco at a big ballpark, so the homer won't be as likely. Still possible, not as likely, obviously, mm-hmm. in that stadium. Um, but, you know, the strikeouts are up again. we got to figure out the walks part. Yeah. I'm not discouraged. I just, you know, ERA doesn't look ideal, but also he's got like, what, 13 starts this year because of how long he was out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think, um, I think he's going to be fine. Um, I went back and watched, watched a few of those innings that he pitched and he did, he looked really good. Um, He uh, was locating his fastball. Um, You know, he had his, uh, you know, his other, his his cutter working. Like he looked good this first, this first, like two and two thirds and he looked really good. Um, But he, to me, he looks like, like he is pitching to figure things out. That makes yeah. sense. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it, it's hard when you only have 13 starts. You're out for so long. Um, you know, I, I know we brought him back. This is a second start back. Um, you know, I, I think he's trying to figure things out on the fly um, and not having the opportunity to do it um, on a triple-A level. Uh, just because of the mere fact that we just needed a starting pitching. Uh, we didn't we didn't have any more time that we could say, okay, well, we gotta fill the gap. Once he's ready, he's gotta go. So, you know, for him, unfortunately, like he hasn't had the opportunity to try to figure those things out, like in triple A. So now he's trying to figure them out on the major league level and major league hitters. Are, are getting to him faster at a faster rate while he's trying to figure things out. It'll get better. Like yeah. Hunter Green is too talented. He's too, he's too ta- talented of a pitcher for them to stay this way for this long. So um, he, he'll be fine. I'm not worried about Hunter Green in the slightest. Um, you know, I, I think he's using these games to get himself back to where he needs to be. He's figuring it out. And once he figures it out, he'll be okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think a lot of people were look. I'm I'm someone who thought they should have got a starter. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight this again. I yeah. want to move on from that conversation. Water, but
1: water on the bridge.
0: It was because of this situation where I was like, maybe they need someone in case he's not back to form mm-hmm. immediately. And at that time, we thought Nicola was going to be back. If I had to guess, I don't think Nicola Dola starts a game this nah, year. No,
1: nah, he's done. Yeah, and yeah, I hate to done. say that it's it's September. He's done. You know yeah, I mean? like
0: he's. Yeah, I absolutely hate to say that, but also, um, as far as like that lefty, they've had two who have been tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, maybe maybe you don't have to rush him, right? And then, uh, you know, Vladimir Gutierrez, I guess got he got returned on a rehab assignment, so that's never a good sign.
1: No, yeah, I was going to say
0: no, it's not good. Dude, is TJ Anto never going to pitch for the Reds again?
1: <laughs> I don't know. who knows
0: man uh man. Oh,
1: it's... Yeah. all that stuff is yeah all that stuff is kind of weird I, I i'm not understanding the philosophy of, of some of the things that they're trying to do like um you know I, I don't know it's just weird like you said it's it's weird it's it's clunky it's i, I don't know just not weird
0: no. um so Pat says uh, Nicoladelo would a top ten prospect for Dylan Cease. I don't love the idea of trading dolo but I can be talked into it. <laughs> I wouldn't say yes, but I will yeah. listen.
1: You'd have to convince me.
0: Yeah. So Sydney says Anton's got seven more days on his rehab assignment. So I don't know. I I hope he pitches again, uh, especially yeah. now that he has now that he has his cornrows going. You know now that he's Alan mm-hmm. Iverson. I like right. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I was gonna. I didn't put this in the slide, but I was gonna say I was gonna have a conversation with this. And if our anyone in our live chat wants to join in, Mm -hmm. so did you catch Riverfront on Friday this week, which had I
1: did. I did not. No. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: So they got this conversation. First off, this question from someone by the name of White Walls, which how dare you, Mister or Miss? I'll be fair. White Walls, that you did not save this question for late night Reds. <laughs> Said that they went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem with their family, and they asked if you could take four all-time Reds in the war with you, who would you take? And I was like, I like that question, but you should have left it for me. Yeah, so, we're gonna twist it a little differently here for for the White Walls. You know, the idea <laughs> of the Ninja Turtles is they're four young dudes figuring out life, right? Right. Sounds a lot like these young rookie Reds.
1: Absolutely.
0: We're gonna match the P- the teenage mutant ninja turtle to their reds counterpart. Oh,
1: oh! You down? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm down. Let's let's do it. Let's All right, do Ma- it.
0: Master Splinter, Joey Votto, settled. All right,
1: cool. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's easy. Yeah. yeah, that's easy.
0: Um, Leonardo, leader. I'm going Matt McLean. I feel like
1: uh, yeah, yep.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's been the best of the group throughout mm-hmm. you know he's been the most consistent he's finally like struggled struggled for the first time these last two days and i'm like yeah what is this i don't like it yeah um
1: yep no i agree with that
0: so donatello is like the super smart guy that kind of like puts the plan together he's the best with a stick spencer steer
1: we yep. think yeah i'm with it okay yeah
0: audience any 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 disagreements so far or two i mean i guess it Okay. We got we we got 2 for 2s. All right.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, Michelangelo. You know, he's the fun guy, right? He's the guy having Ellie. a great time. It's, it's
1: Ellie. Got to be. Yes. <laughs> <Gotta> be. Yes. <laughs> got to be. Yes. Got to be. I like
0: it. I like it. Yeah, Ellie is definitely yeah. him. And that means Raphael. Mm. So, the thing is here is there's so many guys who like Raphael is like you're like swings the ball swings angrily mm-hmm. Got like you know I think I'm going Willie Beeman
1: oh Will Benson okay I like that mainly like because
0: that. the walk-off against the Dodgers when he got so pumped yeah. it's like my still my favorite moment of the season
1: yeah yeah uh, no that's that's four for four that's a banger I like that yeah I just don't I like that
0: you know there's there's not enough turtles to match to all the rookies because there's so many yeah. um like noelvi Marte will definitely deserve to be in some sort of superhero conversation we'll mm-hmm. have i don't know maybe we'll do the justice league come christmas time when we're trying to figure out, <laughs> to we're, trying out. To figure
1: out what, we're trying to put a show together <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: uh, <laughs>
1: but,
0: but i think that that's a perfect four for four
1: yeah that's pretty good yeah. That's pretty good.
0: If I see like Ellie ever like run on the field wearing an orange bandana around his eyes, I'm gonna be so pumped. <laughs> hey that,
1: that's what I'm gonna say that we need to start that right now. Go ahead and, and uh get that get that trending so that way he can uh get that. Ellie Angelo Ellie Angelo. <laughs>
0: I'll hit up Mike Perry who made our Nick Crawl Thanos thing last week and see if he can get us a Photoshop of the those four as their ninja turtles.
1: Oh, that would be dope. I'm going to start paying him for commissions.
0: (laughs) This reminded me of a Uh... really stupid story, um, but really funny. Okay. So July, 2011, they had the first Sunday night baseball game. GABP. They're playing the Braves. It's actually when, if you go back and listen to when I had drew Stubbs on me and him talked about this particular game, it's a game. He hits the walk off. Okay. Um, Sydney says this is a conversation to have with Sadak in the off season." Yes. Absolutely. You have not had a conversation yet with John Sadak.
1: I have not. He's my boy. <laughs> I'm down. If,
0: if he has free time for me, he normally does come out and come hang out on the show. Um, oh, that's dope. So it's me, my dad, uh, you know, you know, a couple guys, mm-hmm. other guys mm-hmm. that you that you know, but like, yeah. you know. So we were like, we had season tickets, section 104, left field. Um, and we would just kind of always like have like different themes because we were there, you know, 45 times a year. So the players got to know us. We were like Chris heise's dudes, like, we're at the three home run game against the Yankees. We'd be like, Hey, hey, Heisey, and he always like gave us the nod, you know, like we were like the the bleacher creatures in uh Yankee Stadium, like doing the roll oh, call. Yeah, kind of
1: yeah, <laughs> so
0: the Sunday night baseball game, we decide to wear the Ninja Turtle t shirts, like the costume shirt, right? That has like the colors of like the thing. Chris Heisey, like, runs out there, and we're like, hey, Heisey! He just looks at me, looks at us four in our stupid t-shirts and goes,
1: <laughs> No love for the turtles?
0: I think he was just like, these guys are ridiculous. More than anything.
1: Um, uh...
0: But, yeah one of my all-time favorite games too uh, A great american um i tell a really cool story to drew if you go back and listen to the episode about uh my dad called the walk-off and so it's it was a fun conversation to have with him about uh but hey uh he might be coming back on soon we're working details out um i'm gonna go and let this out the bag now so drew kind of has expressed interest and kind of doing a Q and a with our listeners here at late night reds, uh, oh, like a live show Q and a, where you guys in the chat asking the questions and he answers them. So uh, keep an eye out. We're working on a date to make that happen. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're getting there.
1: So oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. He's a, he's been way too good to me. Way too good to me. So I definitely appreciate it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so let's look ahead to the San Francisco Giants series. Don't leave your heart in San Francisco Um, and fun matchups
1: here. Yes, it is.
0: So Monday, you got Andrew Abbott against Kyle Harrison, who is a top 20 prospect in baseball. The Giants number one prospect Mm -hmm. made his big league debut last week. Uh, Only got only through about three, three innings, I believe. Didn't go too far. Um, So, you know, I mentioned the Giants um, definitely had a game that they, you know, are not hit pretty well against left-handers mm-hmm. like we mentioned. So this is a good, so for these two games for the reds on Monday and Tuesday, when you've got Abbott and Williamson going back to back, really, really, really good chance that we can yeah. kind of, hopefully take advantage here, especially because this is a team in the race as well. Um, Alex Cobb, who, like, I don't know, Ben, has Alex Cobb pitched, like, since you were in high school? I feel oh, like... Yeah,
1: dude. He's... Is he yeah, the it's... Kirk
0: Cousins of baseball?
1: <laughs> He's, his rookie year was, like, 97. Like he Right. Like... <laughs>
0: uh, another funny story. I was at Jamie Moyer's last start. You know, talk about a guy who pitched for, like, oh gosh, Yeah. Yeah. His first start's actually kind of memorable because do you remember it was when he was pitched for the Rockies? They came to Cincinnati. Uh-huh. It was the game that Todd Frazier hit a home run and lost his bat, like in the swing.
1: I was at the. Oh game. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Whoa.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, Alex Cobb is you know pitched since I was born. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 34 now, so you know he is he's baseball's Kirk Cousins. So yes, he is. he's going, and then Wednesday you've got two of the young guns um hunter green and logan webb nice chance for hunter green to bounce back uh this is a good giants team though so i would love love to see him kind of get get something going again here as well um pat mcgooch asked a really really fun question if joey vada was a pokemon which one would he be i think joey Vada's a mewtwo kind of guy i think he's like processes everything super intelligent um you know, he's got like everything going on. He knows everyone's powers. So I think Joey Votto's a Mewtwo guy. I, I assume you don't know a whole lot about Pokemon because your kids are athletes and don't really get into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I know Pikachu. That's yeah. <laughs> That's... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Makes sense. Sydney, we're going to make this happen. Don't worry. You're hanging out. You're coming on the pod.
1: Oh, yeah. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And then, uh, I want to kind of start this up as we're kind of going down the last stretch of the regular season, kind of so you know who's doing what this these weeks as far as the teams we're kind of competing against for playoff spots. So um, this is also kind of interesting because it's a lot of very similar teams playing mm-hmm. each other. So the Cubs have three uh, at Milwaukee. I mean, the Brewers have three at Chicago and come home for the Phillies for three. So those could be some big games. The Cubs are have the Milwaukee, the aforementioned Milwaukee. They come here for four because I got that Friday doubleheader.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Phillies are – this goes to the wildcard spot. The Phillies have Anaheim for three and then go to Milwaukee for three. Arizona has the Dodgers for three. So maybe this is a chance to pick up some of those it's games a, that we left a,
1: there. That's a, that's a tough run for them. The Dodgers for three, Orioles for three, those are two teams that are playing really well.
0: Yeah. Anthony Rutschman rules. He's yeah. so good. Um. The Giants obviously have the Reds coming to town for three and then go to San Diego. And the Marlins have their Inter-Florida series where they play Tampa for two, and then they go to Washington. So if you're the Reds and the Marlins, you probably feel pretty good about picking some games up this week.
1: Yeah, got to make a run. You got to make a run. Because of the schedules, they they have the weakest schedules uh, coming in these next weeks.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the Cubs, I do believe what we've seen is who they are. Yeah. Um, these last couple of weeks, I do think they're a good baseball team, mm-hmm. but we're about to see how good they are because, yeah. like I mentioned at the top of the show, their next fifteen games are against teams above five hundred. Yeah. So, you know, you go if you're the Cubs and you go out of there eight and seven, you probably feel pretty good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me go ahead and I'll pull up. So this is the Cubs' next fifteen. So the games we mentioned here: so Milwaukee, and Cincinnati, then they go. They're home for San Francisco for three and Arizona for four. Mm. So they, this is a good time where they could for them to make some grounds because then they got, then they got Colorado Pittsburgh. Okay. This is bullshit. They have a, they have a stretch Ben in September, their last homestand of the season. Yeah. Three with the pirates and three with the Rockies.
1: Oh, come on now. Wow. wow schedule huh.
0: their last two their last two series on the road are the Braves and the Brewers oh this is a Dang. this is, this is not an easy month for them
1: no it's not it's I mean not you at got
0: all. you got six Rockies games but like other than that um yeah Sydney I agree we need gabp to look less like Wrigley this weekend for sure um mm-hmm. a city. I wonder do they wear the city connect jerseys for both Friday games or just the nightcap? I assume just the nightcap, but yeah.
1: that can be it'd fun. Be, it'd be dope if they wore both. Yeah. I'd like it.
0: I'd be a fan. Um, so I know Chad and Nate will have that on the Friday show, kind of getting you ready for the Cubs series, but I think we'll go ahead and wrap that up, wrap this one up. I thought the conversation was great this week. I thought oh yeah, for, you know, it being a sucky weekend in Arizona, I thought the chat was great. We always appreciate you guys hanging yeah, out. Yeah,
1: we us. we love you guys hanging out with us. Tell a buddy bring a friend.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, of course I gotta do the business stuff here. So if you're watching this on YouTube, whether you're watching the live episode or the re- or the rerun, uh just make sure you take a second to first off say thanks for hanging out and also uh go ahead and hit that subscription button, help us out here. Uh come hang out with us on the stretch in god, a week, two weeks
1: yeah two weeks
0: yeah ben and i are going to be there um i don't i don't know if you saw but uh i volunteered so whoever eats the most hot dogs has to buy you a beer not that you buy them a beer but okay. so it's not fair to the winner but you deserve a beer so (laughs) so i thought that was yeah i thought that was fair um Whatever podcast app you're using, give us a nice subscription If you can leave us a nice review, please take a second to do so. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us each and every weekend. We love it. It's a nice way to close out our weekend before we go to work on Monday. Um, we'll see you guys at the stretch. We'll see you guys next week. Take it easy, everyone.
1: Go Reds.